Hi everyone, this is Yitz Epstein. This is Narcissism Recovery Podcast. I want to thank you guys so much for joining me. Today, I'm going to be talking about why the narcissist hates himself. And to begin, the narcissist that we call a narcissist is actually a narcissistically injured, which is the term used to describe the injury to the self in childhood, usually based on uh, their extremely traumatic experiences, being narcissistically abused, humiliated, shamed, etc. So a child at this juncture will feel extremely helpless and weak, uh, and this will create a certain sense of intolerability of themselves, and they will actually feel that they are unlovable, unacceptable, and what they will do at this point is reject themselves, self-reject, uh, because they are unacceptable, they're intolerable, uh, and they will adopt a false self. The true self will be essentially murdered, do it done away with, um, that the false self be adopted, and the true self will be defended against, and ultimately this is why they hate themselves. They hate the true self, looking to escape the into the false self. Now, life becomes an extreme, essentially lifelong uh, sprint away from this true self, and, and uh, this is done by, uh, essentially, logically, they would say that um, if I get love, then I will feel be able to escape these negative, painful feelings, but ultimately that's just not how it works, and they escape to uh, different forms of addiction and, and, and love addiction, different forms of escape in order to mask and ultimately disconnect from these negative feelings of shame, guilt, humiliation that are experienced in childhood. And the attitude that the others have had towards them has been so negative that they adopt this negative attitude towards themselves. That what they then do in adulthood eventually becomes a, defen- a, a sort of an adaptive or maladaptive personality development is they take their shame and dump it onto other people. Uh, the victims of narcissistic abuse become the, the, the dumpsters of the, of the perpetrator and, um, and they will ultimately uh, become self-hating themselves. Uh, this is essential, hopefully not, but many times this is the case where the narcissistically abused victims become self-hating because ultimately they're treated with such disdain from the narcissist, narcissistic abuser. A narcissist appear confident. They appear, appear self-loving and caring, and, um, but ultimately they are not. This is not the case. This is actually a false, this is part of the false self. They're escaping into an idealized state, almost like a fantasy world, in order to escape this self-hate and shame, which is intolerable to experience. Um, if this true self is tripped up, all the hate and shame and guilt get, get flooding, become flooding back, and this is something the narcissistic abuser absolutely cannot handle. Uh, this is why... If you are in a relationship with a narcissist, you will find yourself walking on eggshells because they are essentially, you're walking on eggshells of the wound. They do not want their wounded self to be exposed because when that does get touched or tripped up or triggered, all that shame from childhood comes flooding back. So one of the ways they do this is projecting the shame onto other people. Uh, As mentioned, the victim of the narcissistically abusive relationship becomes an extension of the narcissist and becomes almost like just the dumpster where they, uh, they anytime the narcissist feels uh, these, this self-hate get triggered, they will essentially push it on to others and help them experience it. Now, obviously you can't dump your shame onto somebody else because it's still yours, but for the, for the short term, it actually acts as a defense mechanism to as long, the narcissist says that as long, essentially, unconsciously, I'll bait, says that as long as somebody else is feeling this shame, at least I'm not the one experiencing it. And it works, at least for a little while, and then ultimately it doesn't because the shame still exists beneath within the narcissistic abuser. The victims of the, of, that are taking on the abuse, specifically the scapegoat child uh, in family, narcissistic families, will be the 
just dumpster. They will absorb all this shame and, and oftentimes become self-hating, which is a very unfortunate. Um, and this is ultimately how that intergenerational narcissism gets created. It, it really just creates more narcissists or codependence. Um, but ultimately speaking, it doesn't help create a healthy dynamics. Uh, that's, that's for sure. When left alone, this shame and, and, and self-hate and, and humiliation and, and self-rejection really uh, these feelings will be uh, essentially felt, and that is something uh, they cannot handle. So they need people around them. They need supply. They need people who are in constant contact with them so that whenever they feel these feelings, they can berate them or humiliate them, shame and guilt, and, and, and destroy, emotionally torment them because this acts as a buffer to their own pain. Um, if you walk away and decide not to talk to a narcissistic abuser, beware. They're, they will You will trigger all of this stuff, and then ultimately you will become public enemy number one. So just to kind of backtrack, when a narcissist meets you and you are impressed with their false self, they're, oper- they're, they're, they're looking at you and, and kind of sizing up, are they going to be able to dump their shame, get away with it, and will you, will you catch on? And how willing are you going to be to be a dumpster? How naive are you going to be? How much pain could you take before you uh, say no before you decide to set a boundary and, and, and potentially walk away. If they see that that you're somebody who's who's who has maybe a low self-esteem or somebody who doesn't feel highly uh, of themselves, then they will see that as a good opportunity to kind of manipulate you to think you're getting into a relationship with some, with whatever you wished. You know, they always look better than life itself. That's the false self. It's able to adapt and become whatever the victim wants. Uh, then they see that and ultimately they decide that you're a good candidate to then love bomb idealize and then just demean devalue and, and humiliate and destroy the narcissist needs their victim to hate themselves they need the victim to essentially become the false the, 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 the true self so they're they're taking their true self and kind of bashing it or reinforcing it in the the um the victim and the victim essentially is becoming this true self and then by outsourcing it, it's almost like taking that whole dip, damaged inner true self and pushing it outward. They can then defend against this person and this person becomes almost like a live version of their inner self while they are living in the false self. So it becomes very difficult to, to run away from your true self when you're alone, when you're with other people and somebody else is taking on the shame and, and acting out that true self, that damaged true self. It, it, it works as a defense to relief that inner pain and shame because they see that, okay, well, somebody else is suffering with, with my pain, so therefore I'm kind of relieved from doing it. Never be a dumpster for, for, for anyone, for any mistreatment. Um, you obviously don't have to. There's no, there's no requirement to take on pain from somebody else, especially if they're abusive, and you are under no obligation to, to take this on, um, oftentimes because of the familiarity of victims of abuse, at least in childhood, to absorb negative behavior from parents, from family, uh, this becomes a standard. But part of healing is realizing how intolerable and inexcusable this is to be a um, to take on other people's shame and guilt when they refuse to own it within themselves and process it and heal. So, in order to heal, we have to understand that a lot of the self hate. You know, victims of narcissistic abuse will have a lot of self hate. They'll have a lot of blame, guilt. They'll, oftentimes, they'll just take responsibility for the whole relationship, even though it's not their fault. In order to heal, we have to start to see the truth of the, of the reality of the situation is that the self-hate you have is given to you. These emotions, these negative, toxic, painful emotions were, were literally handed to you. They are not yours. 
and therefore when you feel the feeling of self-hate realize that it's it was given to you and therefore it is not your responsibility children of narcissistic abusers have a difficult time with this because it's hard to see that a parent would do that to a child so the way they do they end up just taking on all the negative feelings as a way of honoring and respecting the parent uh, you see this oftentimes and it is devastating because the child refuses and cannot see the truth behind the narcissistically abusive parent enters into a really thick state of denial oftentimes which is um another defense mechanism denial just wishing it away and uh and just kind of seeing the parent in a good light while holding that idealized parents uh, in their head all the meanwhile not seeing the reality the truth in the situation in addition it's vital to feel the feelings you cannot run away from your feelings and then expect to heal you have to feel them you gotta feel them to heal them so in order to feel them you have to see yourself running away from them and really re thinking oh i'm not dealing with these feelings you know, I'm not dealing, you know, a lot of times the, the, the thought process goes something like this. You know, I'm not dealing with these feelings. They're not mine. They were given to me. That's understandable, but they, they, were, they, were, they were reinforced within you, and therefore you are the one holding on to them. In order to get rid of them, you cannot defend against them. You need to feel them, which is uh, difficult, very, very difficult, but doable. I've seen it done many, many times, and it's certainly something doable with, with the, correct, uh, the correct environment, therapeutic environment, and with empathy and the ability to under be understood and allow these feelings to come up non-judgmentally. I want to thank you so much for listening. Please feel free to like and share. If you found this podcast beneficial, feel free to reach out for, for coaching. I offer coaching for those who are struggling with narcissistic abuse and trying to recover from a, a relationship with a boss, coworker, intimate relationship, parent, child, grandparent, you name it. Um, so like I said, thank you so much. If you do need to reach out to me for assistance, for therapy, the email to reach me is yitz, so yitz at psychologicalhealingcenter.com. Thank you guys so much. All the best.